Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man with the greatest of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Ooh, I'm great. Thank you. Man, I'm excited to be with you today. It was a huge weekend if you were a wrestling fan or sports fan. Of course, now we know who's going to the Super Bowl. I can't believe it came down to this, but here we are. The Eagles are playing the Chiefs. And I got to know, Nate, are you pulling for Jalen Hurts? Are you pulling for Patrick Mahomes? What do you expect? For Patrick Mahomes, who played Hurt, unlike someone else didn't, whose name we'll probably never hear again. Yeah. Hello. Who plays? I mean, he, the kid's unreal, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he no is, doubt. No he, doubt. He's unreal. Well, let's talk about the calls, though. Did you? I mean, there were some pretty uh, once-in-a-lifetime terrible, terrible calls all weekend long. How about the block on LeBron James? Yeah, by Tatum. Give me a break. Oh Jesus! Officiate. It seems like the bigger the event, the more they want to get involved. Rick, I uh, I can't help but notice if you're watching over on video on YouTube, and if you haven't subscribed to the channel, you should. Are you wearing a wedding ring today? Do you have some news you want to break with us this morning? No, it's work. Okay. All right. You ever seen it? I've seen it, but it doesn't feel like you always wear it on that finger. Maybe I always, I always do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I keep I keep it on the same hand as the Rolex. <laughs> yeah, you got to show off the bling together. You got you got to get the bling. If you did, why, why spread it out, right? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I uh, I think everybody thinks the Chiefs are probably going to be a favorite. This uh, they're not. This they're not though. Well, I'm just basically. Based on the experience of, I mean, this is what the third Super Bowl in the last four years for the Chiefs, or something crazy like that. Um, I think it's, four, I think it's, yeah, three out of four. Yep, it's unbelievable the run they've been on. But I'm pulling for the Eagles. I want Jalen Hurts and the rest of those Alabama kids on that Eagles team. Uh, you're pulling for Kelly. Give me a break. Well, that doesn't suck. And shout out to producer Steve here, also from right. Philadelphia. Ah, uh, Steve. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, hey, let's talk about something that we're all familiar with, that we're all excited about. The Royal Rumble is now in the rearview mirror. Uh, Rick, I don't know if you got a chance to see the whole pay-per-view start to finish, but I think it's one of the best WWE pay-per-views I remember. Maybe maybe the best one in like 10 years or more. I, I have to be honest with you. I did not see. I've seen the last 10 minutes of both, the last 15 minutes of both Rumbles. I remember I was, I was grand marshalling. Oh yeah. Well, listen, before we talk about the rumble, yeah, I, I have to admit I, I'm not from Tampa. I'm not from that area of Florida. I'm not familiar with it, but I know that Gasparilla is a big deal and you were the grand marshal and yeah, I saw huge. press coverage for you down there. Yeah. Uh, what was your experience like? Um, it's a common version of Mardi Gras. Okay. Um, but man, I mean, they celebrated hard. It was, 
it, to be honest with you, I was exhausted. It, I, I, you know, I didn't drink at all on the float or the, on the during the parade at all. But then when the parade was over, it, it's just a long day. It was a lot of fun, rewarding. People, people really take it serious to get dressed up like Paris. And I looked over my internist was running down the road going, Rick, Rick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you guys had fun. Of course, it's a big celebration. More than a hundred years it's, it's phenomenal. And, and, and literally thousands of boats out in the uh, wow. intercoastal. That's literally. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, the Royal Rumble is what everybody's talking about. Uh, I think this is about as good as WWE has been. Uh, we saw the uh, surprise entrant of Booker T, who got a nice little uh, ovation from that hometown Texas crowd. Mm -hmm. Well, Houston, San Antonio, we'll round it up. Uh, but they were excited to see Booker T. I was excited to see him do the old spin a Rooney. Uh, it was a cool moment for Booker T and all of his fans. But the real story was Gunther coming in at number one breaking all the previous records, outlasting anybody in, in Royal Rumble history. And then number 30 was no surprise. They had announced it ahead of time. Cody Rhodes comes in and after the rumble, it seemingly was over. It was almost like they had a singles match where they're still just trying to throw each other over the top rope. Yeah. Nominal performance and a crazy pop for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I think a lot of people were nervous going into this. Hey, what if, they want a surprise. What if they want some of these other rumors? It might be stone cold. It might be the rock. It might be Sami Zayn. And instead it was Cody Rhodes, but man, they were fired up for it. I'm yep. happy for Cody. This is going to yep. be a run. And we, and we both picked that. We picked the same person for both. Yes. We both picked Rhea and we both picked Cody. So absolutely. Rhea looked fantastic. Yeah. He went on Monday night raw as we're recording this last night, as most people are listening to this and yeah. Made it known she wants revenge from that pandemic WrestleMania. Yep. She wants a rematch. And I think this will be the first ever ladies rematch at WrestleMania. You know, there's some great men's trilogies. You know, you go back and you take a look at the Rock Austin stuff, or you take a look at the John Cena uh, stuff with the Rock. But we've got a, a big time rematch now with the Queen mm -hmm. and Rhea Ripley. I, I expect that might be the Saturday night main event of WrestleMania. It's gotta be one of the main events. Yeah. A or B. It's um it's gonna be spectacular. Rhea is um just matured so much. I mean, God, she's just it, that match they had with in front of no people a couple years ago yeah. was fantastic. I can only imagine. Um you know, I mean the queen has just gotten herself into she's in a place where she just pure. She just plain and simply is the best worker in the in the business in the company, and I'm sure that she and Rio will tear the joint down. If I were the guy, I wouldn't want to follow them, and I and I would hope that they'd be on last. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I assume they will be. It does feel like that era where they're trying to, you know, spread the love with those main event yep. spots. Uh, yep. So hopefully they are the main event. I would imagine it would be Saturday and Roman Cody would be Sunday. I don't have any inside information. I'm just speculating, but I am excited to see it. I do think that Rhea Ripley is a much bigger star now than she was even just a few oh, years ago. Uh, I just had a nice talk with her in Philadelphia. Yeah, she's, I, 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 I'll tell you the way, though, as much as I enjoyed that group she's with, which is, you know, worked out really nice. Yeah. I really, um, I'm really happy that she is, um, you know, going out on her own now again. I like that. But I mean, win, lose, or draw, I don't know whether she'll stay with that group or not, but 
she is she is such a great singles attraction. Oh, for sure. And, and she and the Queen will just tear it down. My God, I mean, I'm so excited for both of them. I'm excited for it too. Of course, uh, the rest of WrestleMania is going to start to take shape. We saw some other things that looked like they might turn into matches at the Royal Rumble. Maybe it's going to be Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Maybe it's going to be Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. We'll have to stay tuned and see how. How about that spot with Logan Paul? How about that, man? It was uh, one of the craziest spots I remember in a rumble. I know it's happened a few times before, once in an elimination chamber way back when with Punk and Kofi and then recently yeah. NXT. But for that big a crowd, that big a moment, you know, wrestling a lot of times, especially in WWE, is about the moments. And that's a moment that I think people will talk about for a long time. Oh, sure. Ricochet. It got my attention. Yeah, for sure. And and, and the way that uh, Rhea took out... Um, was the last, was a little who was the last girl she took out over the top uh let me let me check and see i don't remember off the top of my was head it, was it Liv morgan oh nia Jax. nia Jax. okay no way nia Jax got dumped out by a lot of other folks she came in at number 30. whatever it is it's yeah. rhea ripley and uh it's cody rhodes punch their ticket for some title matches but man what everybody's talking about and i'm curious if you got to see it it's the best storyline WWE has done in a long time. Some have been saying ever. I, it would be really hard for me to find one that I could say is better, maybe. But so maybe the Hogan Savage Mega Power stuff way back when. But there's so much nuance in this Bloodline story. Yeah. At the, after the match, the post-match angle, the pop when Sami Zayn hit Roman Reigns with that chair was unbelievable. Yeah. And, and now, of course, everybody wants to know what's going to happen with the bloodline. Are the Usos splitting up? I think there's some speculation that, hey, since the next pay-per-view elimination chamber in February is in Montreal, maybe it's going to be Roman versus Sammy there. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Sammy here on the show in recent weeks. What do you think of that reaction and the fallout? I loved it. And uh, what what and what I like about the most, it's, it's unpredictable. I mean, you know something was going to happen, but you didn't know what. Right. Yeah, but I, I watched that promo in Philadelphia, which was very entertaining. Um, uh, and I mean, Sammy Zane, he's, he's just too amazing. He's, he's good. And he and that that really defined him the other night doing that. I mean, letting work, taking that shot, and he hit him hard so it looked good. And, Yes. Because, you know, Roman, Roman's a brick shit house anyway, so that didn't hurt him. But the, the, the way he hit him, as hard as he hit him, it, it really, you know, people stood up and went, holy shit. You know, that, that's what it's all about. And the WWE right now is in such a hot position where everything is just, everything's clicking on a, such a positive note. My God, it's just insanity. Everything, it just boom, boom, boom. It's, it's incredible. It's going to be, and, and God, what bigger stage? Forget about, it's not just WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania in, in Los Angeles. Yes. That just makes, it just makes the stage even bigger. I'm so, oh. happy for, I'm so happy for the queen. I mean, this will be her third main event WrestleMania. Almost, I think they should have been the main event in Dallas when she won the title between Becky and, with Becky and Sasha. Yeah. But to be, this is her third WrestleMania main event, right? Uh, yeah, well, no, no, well, Steve went on after last year, but 
Well, they were still calling it a co-main event, but as far yeah. as going on last, we think this will be the second time she's gone on last, which is an yeah. honor you yourself never even got to do. And now the queen might, I ain't, I ain't never been, I ain't never been on last. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You talked about how strong WWE has been. Triple H actually tweeted out, uh, last night, uh, how the Royal rumble made history. It was the largest audience in mm -hmm. Royal rumble history as far as viewership. Mm -hmm. And it was also the all-time Royal Rumble gate record at over 7.7 .7 million sponsorship at, revenue. That, that, that's just at the gate, right? Yeah, 7.7 .7 just at the gate. Merchandise sales was up 135% from last year, which was also a record. The largest audience in Rumble history. Uh, sponsorship up 200%. Over 200 million video views across the platforms. It's uh WWE is enjoying more success right now than ever before. It's funny because, you know, there's a lot of tribalism in wrestling fandom. And if you like AEW, you must hate AEW or WWE or vice versa, but there's no debate right now. WWE is clicking on all cylinders, man. Oh, they're not missing a beat. And, uh, and I, you know, this is, this is, I, I don't, I don't even hear people talk about AEW. And I'm and I'm pretty easy to find. That makes sense. I watch it, um, but when the WWE gets themselves on a roll like this, it just seems like everything else just just pales in comparison. Well, AEW did have uh, a really good rating last week. They did over a million viewers the first time they've hit that mark in several months. It wound up being a, a tribute show main event with Mark Briscoe making his AEW or really Turner television debut against Jay lethal. Yeah. I know we both think a lot of Jay lethal. What an emotional moment that was a really special moment in wrestling history. And it's a great time to be a fan right now, man. I can't wait to oh, see. Oh yeah. I'm not taking anything away from AEW. That's it's just when, when wrestling is clicking like this and the re, between Roman and the queen and the stuff with Becky and uh, Bailey is really good. I mean, uh, I mean, and Sammy Zane and, the Usos, I mean, these kids have all had, they've all been on top, you know, Rhea kind of, I mean, she'd been on top, but not like she is now. I mean, she just put herself in a whole new position, and I'm sure she's just overwhelmed with excitement. Just at the opportunity to, to be there, like I said, it's Los Angeles, my God. You know, that, that just that, the word L.A., and it's, it was right in the entertainment capital of the world. And it's already sold out, I think, both nights. So, yeah. And I can't wait to get there to watch it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited. And how about this for a little piece of trivia? A Rhodes and a Flair are main eventing WrestleMania in 2023. Man, I never thought of it like that. How crazy is that? Yeah. I did. I, I tweeted last night, Cody, your dad would be proud, man. Me too. Because that's the only chip that Dusty is what Cody calls it the chip, the only the only chip that Dusty never got. Yeah, and that was the WWE belt. So hopefully Cody can pull it off, man. Even if he doesn't, he's gone there. He's gotten there. He's got plenty of time. He made guy. it WrestleMania no matter what. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like that's rare air. Yeah, yeah, it don't matter who wins. It's just yeah. getting there yes. and being on top. Yes. I swear, and 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 that's well. Number one is the level of performance, which you know will be outstanding by both Roman and and uh, Cody, Cody and Rhea and Ashley and Rhea and Charlotte. I've just, like I said, I think Charlotte's the best worker in the business right now.
because she brings so much athleticism to her to it, and because she's five ten or five eleven and uh, strong and just beautiful, and I'm a gushingly proud father. <laughs> well, one of the things I was I was ever the main event, so there you go. Well, one of the things that we know that uh, she's got dialed in is her nutrition. And you've heard us talk about the great products from our partner at Titan Nutrition. Well, fellas, this is one product you'll be thanking us for once you try it. The product is called Test Launch. And true to its name, it'll take your body's natural testosterone production and shoot it sky high. Now, how does it work? God, I need that. This isn't one of those single ingredient infomercial products you hear about on TV. Test Launch was created with the extreme needs of a bodybuilder in mind who wants to maximize size, strength, and recovery. But the great news is any man who wants to experience those benefits can take this product too. Now to meet these needs, Titan Nutrition formulated a product with five of the most proven testosterone boosting ingredients available on the market today. All the ingredients are fully dosed and plainly disclosed on the label so you know exactly what you're taking and trust us, you'll know it's working. Remember working out and waking up with little to no soreness, having the drive to push for those extra reps at the gym, feeling like you could go extra rounds in the bedroom? Well, Test Launch will have you feeling like you're 18 again. Experience the drive of elevated testosterone levels and save 10% on Test Launch by going to titannutrition.net and using the code FLARE at checkout. Again, you'll get 10% off and free shipping on Test Launch when you go to titannutrition.net and use the promo code FLARE at checkout, you'll be glad you did. <laughs> wow. And, <laughs> I need some of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I spent way too much money at the age rejuvenation clinic. <laughs> well, these days, uh, or actually today, we're going to do something kind of fun. We haven't done it in a few weeks here on the program. Ask Nate. Let's jump into it. We got tons of questions. Here's one that I know the answer to, but I don't think it's what people are expecting you to say. Uh, Instagram wrestling historian says, what was your favorite Kurt Henning rib? Oh, probably the best one I ever saw. I didn't, I, I personally didn't laugh at it, but <laughs> Kurt took, took <laughs> let me tell you what it is. There was a guy that was, I can't remember what, you'll, you'll know the story. I don't want to mention his name, but there was a kid traveling with Kurt Angle that did something stupid. And so Kurt, um, took his bag off the carousel at the airport at baggage claim and put it in the trunk of a, of a stranger's car that drove <laughs> No gear, no clothes, nothing. In the middle of a tour. <laughs> My goodness. And that, I didn't, I mean, I, I couldn't help but laugh, but that's, that's pretty that's harsh. Pretty stiff one, yeah. I've, I have seen guys... Have you ever seen, I'm not talking about tire chains, but I'm talking about the rope chain like this thick. Yes. I have seen any chain people's bags to the coat racks in the locker room. Oh, man. No. Not to mention walking around the room and putting everybody to sleep inside. Oh, all of a sudden you look back over your shoulder and wait like this. Oh, was he was he H bombing? Was he putting house? Uh, oh, Kurt? No, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> no, not Kurt. <laughs> oh, 
that becoming a thing? People halcyoning each other in wrestling. What's that? When do you remember that being a thing? People dosing guys in wrestling. Well, I don't remember them dosing guys as much as I know the guys got on it for sleep. Oh, I see. On your 70 day, the 70 day tours. I mean, they were primarily used as a sleeping aid. Right. To my knowledge. I mean, I did hear some stories, but uh, that GHB was the same thing that and I used to sell that stuff in the gym in my gold gyms. And all of a sudden it was off the market because it was typically used as a fat burner, but in an over to over to overdose on it, man, you just you fell down. Like you were a limp rag. Wow. You know, it is just, it needs to be, it's always going to be someone that thinks that something is funny. That's not right. But, um, I, I mean, Kurt never did anything to, to be malicious. He just had fun laughing. I mean, you know, I can think of a lot more malicious things that have happened in a business um, that have been hurtful besides that. But that's, yep. why, that's why the hell sound came, came to be. That guys were sleeping with him. Right. Because the schedule was so damn tough. 70 days out. And the W dot was the same time that I was gone, like 70 or 80 days or more than that for me. But. The WWE tours in the eighties, man, they were gone. Yeah, that's a, that. Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian Blair Elsey on or Brian Knobs Elsey on himself so bad that he, he Tony Tony drove over him at the gas station, at the Shell station on West Shore. <laughs> drove over, over him. him. Yeah, because he fell down <laughs> and she couldn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> while he was pumping gas so wait a minute help me understand brian knobs is pumping gas falls down he's pumping gas and he he digging the hell's in anticipating on the way home he would just crash when he got there right yes well he fell down she ran over his foot oh my gosh it's the best he, he would, all he wanted was get home and crash and fall asleep right <laughs> It hit him while he was pumping gas. It's tremendous. <laughs> Only Brian, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Kevin Sharp wants to know, could Rick talk about Paul Jones, the wrestler? Those of us of a certain generation only know him as a manager, but he always seemed to be at or near the top of the card on old wrestling posters. He was. Paul was a very good wrestler. He was on top when I got to the Carolinas and, uh, he stayed on top for a long time. He was he was really good. You know, once again, it was, he was a, a guy that stayed in one territory. I think he might have gone to Atlanta a little bit. I think he worked in Florida, but pretty much as a Southern-based guy. He did very well for himself. Uh, Trevor Owens wants to know, besides Cena, what wrestlers did the most for charities? Hulk. Yeah. Hulk, Hulk was doing Make-A-Wishes. Um, God, in the you know back in the I, I don't know whenever it started, but I can remember in the nineties Hulk would do a Make a Wish every night, every arena, everywhere. Hey y'all, let's take a time out and talk about our friends over at CamperMax.com. If you've been thinking about in this new year picking up a travel trailer or a fifth wheel RV, buddy, here's a little life hack for you. CamperMax.com will deliver anywhere in the lower forty-eight. So you can start shopping right now from your office, your cell phone, or even your couch at campermax.com. They're going to give you a discount that will fit any budget. They offer easy financing terms 
And how about extended terms? So what does that mean? Well, it's easy to get approved and it's a lower monthly payment, an affordable monthly payment. That's what camper max is all about doing. They want to make it easy to your family to start enjoying this new RVing lifestyle that everybody has thought about with their family. Campermax.com can make it a reality. There's two X's in CamperMax, C-A-M-P-E-R-M-A-X-X.com. Or let's do it old school. Let's give them a shout at 256-320-7033. And be sure to mention my name, Conrad, and get that old friend of a friend discount at CamperMax.com. Aaron at Ronnie Saltz says, if you could turn back the clock and join the WWE at SummerSlam 88, as previously discussed, would you do it? And if yes, do you think we'd still get the iconic rumble win at 92? I would not have gone if I could turn back the clock. I'm glad I stayed. It all worked out. Looking back on it now, there's a lot of things I could have done differently. Um, but ultimately I, I, you know, nothing's guaranteed. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I stayed. Um, all I knew back then was the horseman and having fun, and and um, I don't know whether '92 would have taken place or not. I, I, it might have if they, if I'd gotten over. Your buddy Bruce Fisher didn't think I did, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Better ask Bruce that question. <laughs> Uh, Stefan Davis, but I'm, but I'm the first to admit it. So there you go. Stefan wants to know what was Ric Flair's first reaction walking into the impact zone when he went to impact wrestling. Of course, as a reminder, this is a soundstage, uh, inside universal studios. Of course, once upon a time, WCW used to do uh, a bunch of television tapings down there at Disney. And I'm sure you had been in the area before and you certainly done your fair share of studio wrestling, but when you go back to TNA, it had been a long time since you had done something like that. What'd you think of the impact zone? Uh, it was okay. You know, once again, it's a, a um, it, it's hard to, you know, what we are is we we're a ride in other words, you buy a ticket for the, for the park and we're part of the park. Does that make sense? Yes. So. Sometimes you get enthusiastic wrestling fans. Sometimes you get people that are just there out of curiosity. It's a difficult crowd to really get a read on in terms of whether you think you're over or not. Does that right. make sense? Yes. Um, and I didn't like that because you could just tell someone we're going, oh, is, this, is this really wrestling? I mean, just, just part of the, just part of the tour. Like I want to go ride Dumbo with the elephant. I want to go to TNA. Does that make sense? <laughs> No, I'm being serious. I want to go ride Dumbo the elephant. I want to go to TNA. Yeah, I mean, or I mean, no, whatever. It's the, hilarious. The, the the sliding giraffe. I mean, I don't know how we fit in, but it was. I mean, it's always the there are fans there that were really legitimate fans, but you know, ninety percent of the crowd just people walking down the street to go, hey, there's wrestling tonight. Let's hey, go. so let me ask, uh, there's some news, some park news, if you will. Splash Mountain has closed and some idiots have started to sell cups of water on eBay saying this is water from Splash Mountain and they're selling it for like a thousand bucks, something stupid. I'm but sure the, the, the question has become, Hey, well, if they're closing old Spl uh, Splash Mountain down, what about old Space Mountain? Are they closing never that time never, never happened. It's the most famous ride in history of Disneyland. <laughs> what do you think? 
Well, you don't think I, you don't think you don't think Pirates of the Caribbean is more exciting than Space Mountain, do you? Jesus, I've heard, I've heard a lot of people were smiling when they got off Space Mountain. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Peter D on Twitter wants to know: Hi, Rick. Have your drinking taste changed over the years? Can you tell us what you would drink if you were having a night on the town? Thanks. I would drink three Michelob Ultras, maybe four, depending on if I'd worked out that day, and then I would go. I'm just totally off the red wine right now. I would just go to vodka. Um, actually, someone told me the other day that tequila is the healthiest form of liquor. So I drank tequila for a day and said, no, I can't do that. So back to the vodka, soda, cranberry, splash of lime, and a bottle of still water. Yeah, vodka has always been your drink, though, has it not? It has. Yeah. I've always gotten back to it. Yeah. It's kind of like you. I, how you ever got off the Crown Royal, I'll never know. Yeah. Two guys in my life I figured would never get off Crown Royal are you and Jim Ross. <laughs> Jim Ross is still on it. He had a birthday earlier this month, and I sent him a, a bottle to his house. Oh, he still still drinks. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, he loved he loved that. Yeah, he's still into it. Yep. Uh, Jesse Ace wants to know, Nate, what's the best way to avoid a hangover in the morning? Stick to drinking clear liquor, dark liquor, just wine. And what are your thoughts on mixing alcohol throughout the night? Can you mix it up or just stick with one all night? Hell, I mix it up all the time. Yeah. I'll drink a pickle bill. I, I, I'll drink pickleback shots now once in a while with Jameson. I've never done that. Why are you doing that? That caught me off guard when you started talking. I don't about know. If someone just said you want one, I never had one. And I said, and it's not bad. Yeah. You know, pickle juice, I, going back to the old days, I, well, I would buy a bottle of pickles at 3 o'clock in the morning and just drink all the juice. Really? Something to put out the fire from all the booze. Yeah. Oh, uh. That or a... A foot long grilled sausage with triple onions, mustard, ketchup, <laughs> jalapenos, anything to put out the fire. But I don't get hungover. You know that. Yeah. I well, never got it. I'll, I'll tell you <clears throat> what, what, you know, when I, when I smoke a whole joint with with Mike, <laughs> that, that'll slow me down a little bit. <laughs> yes, it does. Slows everybody down. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got, by the way, I've got your wife for uh, sleeping aids. Well, I can't wait for her to have those. Woo choos. Yeah, you, you'll be able to leave the house and come back. And she won't even know you're gone. She becomes, <laughs> she becomes a little more agreeable after one of those. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can probably drive up here for the day if you give her two of them. I'm for it. <laughs> uh, Matt Carter says, world-class, Mid-South, and Houston weren't in the NWA. Why did the NWA allow you to defend the title regularly in those territories? Some great angles and matches for those territories. Uh, because um, Bill Watts just approached him, and uh, actually, Bill's going to be a guest on our show next week. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, not, not not to interrupt, not to change the subject, and not to go back to Mister Bischoff. Uh oh. To clarify, he will be on the show next week to clarify. Who hired me and what position Mr. Bischoff was in when Bill hired me? He actually sent me a text and said, all Bischoff did was spend the $85 million that I asked him to give me. Mm. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. So I can guarantee you that Eric was not on speaking terms with Vince McMahon. Bill was, and Bill called I've had a long discussion with it. I think I told you that two weeks ago. 
would have had him today, but he just had surgery. So I oh, hope he's healthy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I hope he's healthy, but he'll be on next week with us. Or in the very near future. Yeah, soon. To, fi to finally put to rest who hired me. Uh, and, the who real... was running, and who was running the company. Well, we know the answer there. Yeah. Uh, the Phil, uh, the real Phil Anderson says everyone talks about chemistry between wrestlers, but you and referee Tommy Young had amazing chemistry in some of your biggest matches. Can you give us your thoughts on Tommy Young? The greatest referee that ever lived. And and here's what people don't understand. Um, and I am guilty of this. If I'm wrestling an hour, I need to surround myself with a guy that hasn't done that and is not used to it and has never or one a guy that's maybe just done it once or twice, and you have to do it on a regular basis, you want all the help you can get. And trust me, a very good referee, especially in the old days, because we, we could use them as opposed to now, was so helpful in getting through a match. Tommy Young deserves to be in his own wing in the Hall of Fame. He was that good. I can remember when he broke his neck in a match with Tommy Rich. And uh, I mean, I've never seen a guy so dejected in my life to have to walk away from the business, except maybe me. <laughs> well said. Yeah, Tommy was great. Unbelievable. Champ, what should I do now? Push me. I can't push you. Tommy, push me right now. We need to pop from the crowd. <laughs> yes, uh, I'll take a bump. <laughs> so you, can look, you can look back at it. <laughs> push the referee. <laughs> What's the guy's name that asked me? He was, I was wrestling Brody one night. Not Brody, but I can't remember someone he was booking. Um, what was Brody's friend's name that booked Kansas City? Oh, God. Anyway, he said, boy, that's cheap heat for the referee to, for the, to have a referee push you. I said, yeah, you go out there and wrestle this guy for an hour. I think it was Rufus. Let me know what, get back to me on how that worked for you, will you? <laughs> I can't think of who that was. It was He was booking Kansas City. But I'm telling you, it, it, to wrestle an hour is one thing. To wrestle an hour with a guy that's never done it, right? And it's not built to do it in terms of endurance is a nightmare, man. You want all the help you can, and trust me, Tommy Young, Mike Kyoto, guys. I mean, just oh god, I've had, I've had you know some really great referees, but it's it it's not a job that it just be taken lightly, especially when you're going. Well, now with the WWE, because you know how much pressure they put on you, man. You got the earpiece. And, tell me to do this. Tell me to do that. Ten minutes left. One minute and 30 seconds. I mean, it takes a special kind of person to be good at it. And my hat's off. And the referees are a very important part of the match. Yeah, I had a guy one time say, WWE, and I, I'm not going to mention his name. He was whining about something in the match. And I, and I thought to myself, so I said, I said, what do you, what, what, what's wrong? He said, well, you're, that makes me look bad. I said, what? What it says, when are you supposed to look good? You know, it's the two people in the ring that are wrestling. Well, I, did I get beat up on that for that comment? Referees, you got to show them respect. Okay. Oh no, no kidding. I just, I, I, I thought, did he actually say that, that doesn't make me look good yeah. to me? I said, really? Yeah. Okay. Like Mick Foley saying, are we going to work through the break? Yeah, we are. Because I don't trust the camera people here to turn our light back on. <laughs> and TNA, said to Mick, <laughs> I said, Mick, you don't actually believe these guys are functioning at a full level here, do you? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and 
We're going to wrestle right through the break. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. I, I've been out there for thinking the red light was on or it wasn't. Like we weren't filming. And we were live for three minutes because the red light didn't work. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How many times you can throw a guy to the floor? Oh, wait till break comes. He got back into it and throw him. <laughs> Stay on the floor, damn it. God dang. Woo. Joe Gwynn wants to know, did you have a problem with always losing? It seems like you lose every match. Uh, it's because you're a god of putting people over and selling and making people. But did you hate losing? No, I didn't mind losing at all. Right. Well, I hate I hate I hated not getting paid enough to lose. There you go. <laughs> to lose appropriately. <laughs> I'm telling you, winning and losing it is overrated. It's the, what yeah. you send the memory. It's what you send home with the audience. I mean, I'm living proof of that. I wouldn't even be on the show today. If, if, if we were talking about my win-loss record. Right. <laughs> it's making the people you work with look good. And, and just wanting to be the best and have the best match possible. That's what, that's what matters. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I'm just going back to, I think I heard, um, I was going to make a statement today because I feel very strongly about this. And I've, I've yeah. got myself from listening to other podcasts. This is a statement that I firmly believe. And I, and I thought about it before I make it. I'm, I'm sorry. You just got me to that time for that thought process. Sure. Unless you are in the locker room around the talent, I mean, and 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 actually get a, a feel for what's going on inside that building, I don't think people should be allowed to talk about wrestling. Oh. Now, which part of wrestling? You mean in terms of what they like or don't like, or just the critiques of this guy shouldn't do this? Or this just guy a critique. Yeah. Because they don't know what's going on inside the door. I, I saw it for myself the other day. And I said, I, I told you, I said, you know what? I'm not, the, I'm not the man anymore. Was I the man? Yeah, but it's just changed. Yeah. And I and I read all these guys criticizing people from afar. I mean, come on. What, 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 how can you? And I'm guilty of it too. Then I walked back into it mm. and I go, wow. I rethought, as you know, everything I said. Because if you're not there feeling the emotion and the respect and, and really understanding the due diligence and the hard work that these kids put in, you really shouldn't be able to crack on them. Well, I, I know from uh, just being around and backstage some here and there that I would see stuff online and I would know, well, that's not really true. Well, no, uh, but, you, but I'm not counting you because you actually are, you are part no, of no, it. You no, are. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in terms of, I, I think, I think sometimes people say, no, oh, they shouldn't have done this. This was stupid. They should have done that. There's no, nobody no, see the yeah, difference yeah. between you. What I'm saying about you is you report on what you hear and see. I very, I can't remember you critiquing anybody no, or criticizing. You actually will say things. You have a favorite, which yes. everybody's allowed to have. You yes. have an opinion, yes. but you're not saying this is the shits, right? Or, you know, and I, I feel like, cause I, if, if I'm honest enough to say that I, 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 I feel guilty for some of the comments I've made because I, I only, I have my favorites. I like to watch and all that, but until you get backstage and see the work and the time these guys put in and do I think everybody is, is the world's greatest worker or performer? No, 
but I still, you cannot take away from the level of commitment time that these kids put in. And they worked their ass off. Not, not everyone's going to be great, but God dang it, if you're on Raw or you're on SmackDown or you're on AEW, you're a goddamn wrestler. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, whether you want to be it or not, and whether the marks like you or not, it's none of their goddamn business. You're a wrestler. If you're, not, if you're lucky enough to be on a roster on live TV or Rampage, you're a wrestler. Right. And all the, everybody, all the other people sitting on the outside, hollering and whining on their fake names, should go fuck themselves. They really should. But, you know, I mean, just watching them, just picking it apart, da-da-da-da-da. Come on, guys. Give me a break. Make a yeah. living doing something else. To be fair, you're, you're cool with people sharing their opinion, uh, but uh, to come from it from a place of authority maybe is uh, less than. I, I have no problem with people sharing their opinion. Yes. But I think more of their opinion if they're, a little, if they're more closely connected and they're not talking about what something they were good at in the 90s right? or good at in 10, 20 years ago. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's so easy to sit and watch and critique and criticize and all that. And if you're making money doing that and you're happy with that, I, you know, nothing's going to change that. But I, I really feel like the connection that if just being there once in a while, being around it, um, makes you realize that, you know, it's, it's, it's wrestling. It's changed. It's never going to go back to the way it was, but it's still wrestling and we're brothers and we are, we are all in a position. We're not, not all of us are in a position to judge. Well said. Uh, I mean, opinion. Yes. But judgment. No. Hey guys, double J Jeff Jarrett need to call a timeout real quick here. I wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my world listeners for a while now. It's about all the incredible things happening over on adfreeshows.com. Looking for classic Royal Rumble content? Adfree Shows has you covered. First up, honorary DX member Kurt Angle watches back his favorite match of all time against Chris Benoit at Royal Rumble 2003. It wasn't real smooth. This was a choppy match. It was like we were working for moves. We were working for holds. It wasn't like it, it was really a clean match, but that's what made it so good. It was ugly and it was choppy and, and you know, it wasn't like a, a smooth move that you do all, you know, nice and clean all the way through or a smooth spot. This match was like gritty and that's what yes. I loved most about it. It was more of a fight than it was a wrestling match. For the first time ever, JR watches back the final WWF pay-per-view before he joined the company, the 1993 Royal Rumble, which featured many Hall of Famers and, well, Virgil. All right, next up, we got the man, the myth, the legend, JR, one and only Virgil. There he comes. The meat sauce, the lonely uh, autograph table, the whole deal. That's him. Virgil's not known for many things. One of them, though, is his penis, allegedly. (laughs) I don't think it's going to be this Royal Rumble experience, but I could be wrong. If you're looking for interactive experiences, Ad-Free Show's members joined Hacksaw Jim Duggan Live, 35 years to the day of his historic win at the very first Royal Rumble. In wrestling, as going way back as a kid, I live in upstate New York, up by Vermont. My dad would bring me and my sisters to Madison Square Garden to watch uh, the circus. 
So I can only imagine uh, bring my dad, who was my best man, to pull up in front of Madison Square Garden and see Hacksaw Duggan versus Andre the Giant. Hey, that's just a small taste of what Ad-Free Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk, getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why Ad-Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. That's right. Sign up today at adfreeshows.com. I do want to bring up. Uh, there was a little bit of a, a controversy that stirred up on social media last week about a comment you made here on the program a few weeks ago. You were critiquing or uh, sharing your opinion of the Brian Danielson to Keshta match, mm-hmm. and uh, someone posted the video and tagged Takeshita, and he quote tweeted it and said, "I have the utmost respect for Ric Flair. It's incredible to me that he mentioned me." I need to practice a lot as I haven't done much chopping in Japan. Thanks for the advice. I would like you to actually teach me if possible. Watch my chops grow from now on. You were critical of his chops and uh, he's just saying, Hey man, will you show me how to do it? Well, see, that's, that's just being a man. I wasn't, I was not critical of his work. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with his work. Both those guys can work their ass off. I would just say and hit him hard. Yeah. That's and you know what? And I respect that. I'll take that all day long. He could have said, Rick Flair, you're a dumbass. Well, he'd be he'd be he'd be full of shit. <laughs> no, does that make sense? Because that, yeah. that's all I could do. I was so limited and my besides I you know I was charismatic, but if I couldn't chop someone and go woo, man, I was shit out of luck. <laughs> I sure was sure wasn't sure wasn't doing a have a corona. Yes, you were not. Until I got to the bar. Um, or drop kicking, or leapfrogging, <laughs> upside down, chop, woo, that was it. <laughs> uh, Don Callis responded to Takeshita's tweet, and he says, you're already better than him, kid. What do you think of that assertion from Don Callis saying that Takeshita is already better than you? Who is Dan Callis? Well... Uh, he is, uh, a wrestling luminary. He's been the second for Kenny Omega for a few years, a few years ago. Like I said, who's down cows. Okie doke. Yeah. Was, how many times was he world champion? I don't believe that happened for him. Huh? I don't, I don't think that happened for him. I don't, I know who'd you wrestle. No, I'm saying I don't, I don't, he's, he was a wrestler for sure. He was in the WWE. No way. <laughs> Come on. Doing what? Put up the ring. Come on. Jesus Christ, Don Callis. Give me a break. It's Mr. Flair, Don. Mr. Flair. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about somebody hey, else. That's what I mean. Somebody is stepping in trying to get an irrelevant comment. Here's my who is Don Callis. And by the way, if I see a sign autographs next to me and there's no one standing there, then we know who Don Callis is. <laughs> I love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking truth. Who's Don Callis? <laughs> I know what Kenny Meg is. He's a big star, but. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that because Jake Roberts came out this past week and, uh, or, or a clip from his show, his podcast, the snake pit, mm-hmm. where he said that, uh, Kenny Omega was a better wrestler than you and Shawn Michaels. And uh, I know that certainly styles have changed and wrestling has changed, but Jake Roberts, a guy who knows a thing or two about a thing or two, thinks Kenny Omega 
better than Flair and Shawn Michaels. Did you see that report? What do you think of that? I didn't see it, but you know what? Jake is entitled to an opinion because yeah. Jake Roberts was a great wrestler. Yeah. I got no problem with Jake. There again, that's, that's having an opinion. I got no problem with that whatsoever because Jake Roberts is a great wrestler. Yes. Don Callis. <laughs> I just took a Band-Aid off my hand. <laughs> Revealing a little type. It's just Don Callis on my hand. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you this. There's no debate, and it's not our opinion. But, but I, got no pro- I, got, I got no problem with Jake saying that. And he very well could be. I, I, I've only seen Kenny wrestle about three times, but if I could see him a few more times, I could. I can un- understand him saying that about me. I don't know about Shawn Michaels, though. Like I said, I had a very limited, a very limited repertoire. Obviously, Kenny can do all this great stuff, but I don't know the Shawn Michaels thing. I I, I ride that pretty hard. That's I told, I, I told, I told Shawn the other day. I said I'm so tired of telling everybody the greatest of all time. He said, oh, "I understand, low, <laughs> but he is." I, I mean, I, if anybody would know, if anybody would know, it would be me. I've right. wrestled everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've wrestled everybody. And I'm telling you, Shawn Michaels, he and Ricky Steamboat, Ricky just done a good side. But man, I'm telling you, smooth, ring general, could go both ways. I don't know. See, I've never seen Kenny as a heel. Has he ever been a heel? Yeah. Yeah. He's been a heel. Has he really? I I just, I I don't remember. But Kenny Mega is a great wrestler. Make no mistake. No doubt. But Don Don Cowles, eh. (laughs) well even something don Callis would agree on jimmy's famous seafood is the real deal and we want you to check it out if you haven't already it's jimmy's famous seafood.com they're shipping food nationwide and if you've ever shipped seafood before you know that the shipping is the expensive part well not with our little hack here how about that use our promo code flare and you'll get free two-day nationwide shipping on orders over 125 bucks And what should you get? Well, the best crab cakes in the world. They've also got all the soups and the chowders and the oysters. Even signature steaks are great from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. They've got the desserts, the gluten-free items, and they'll deliver it all to your front door. This is a family-owned business, friends of the show here. They've been in business for more than four decades. You've seen them all over TV, hanging out with Guy Fieri and Bobby Flay. And anytime the Ravens are playing, they're always at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. And sincerely, anytime WWE or AEW is routed within driving distance of there, this is the wrestling restaurant in America, and now they will deliver it right to your front door. Check out the famous gift box. They've got four of the best and biggest colossal Maryland crab cakes you've ever had. Two different crab soups, a crab dip, some seafood seasoning, and their signature bay sauce. Or maybe you're getting ready for the Super Bowl. Let's check out the tailgate bundle. Two pounds of wings, a full rack of ribs, a pint of crab dip, and the crab cake mix. It all happens at jimmysfamousseafood.com. Be sure to use our promo code FLAIR and enjoy some free shipping when you order $125. Uh, Let's jump back into it. Uncle J89 wants to know, what was the worst match of your career and why? Oh, gosh, it was. I had a lot of bad ones. (laughs) I had a lot of stinkers. Um. I can't think of this one. It was. It would have been somewhere in the Kansas City territory wrestling against someone that, that hadn't wrestled in an hour. Yeah. And and that the, the list is too long 
<laughs> to, to point out anybody. I mean, I, yeah, I can't even say they were passable. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> no, I'm, hey, I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you the truth. I've had some stinkers, trust me. And I, I don't want to point anybody out, but um, I, I just, um trying to think. Hmm. While you're thinking I, about I, 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 I can't name one person, but I, I, trust me, I have had some, some stinkers. Andre Chase, who is under contract to WWE as an NXT wrestler, wants to know, What's his favorite match he ever had at the Greensboro Coliseum? Um, it would either be against Dusty um, in one of the Starcades or against Harley when Starcade 83. Yeah. yeah. Flair for the gold. Absolutely. That was a yeah. big one. But I mean, Dusty and I had some classics there. Because um, usually at Greensboro, I was usually in a singles match. Um, but I mean, wrestling sting, Luger, I mean, steamboat, um, God, I just think Dusty and I, we did it together so long and we totally weren't afraid to use the blade. I mean, I really feel like he and I, I mean, it's like the the Cody thing. I just have so much respect for, for Dusty, even though, man, we argued. Don't think we didn't argue, but that's got nothing to do with the word respect. In terms of drawing money, I think guys that are on top are always going to have arguments or different of opinion. Um, but as far as drawing money, man, and having fun, man, we we did it all. <clears throat> so I'd have to say Dusty Rhodes. Man, that Starcade '85, the Gathering, that was big yeah. time stuff, yeah. man. Yep, yeah. and uh, that was all, that was all his shit too. He thought of all that. It's fantastic. Yeah, you think Michelle's not happy about about Cody? Jesus Christ, she's got to be proud, huh? Well, speaking of Cody, uh, Chris wants to know, if you could offer one piece of advice to Cody Rhodes right now, what would it be? Uh, something his dad would say, you're on a lightning bolt, kid, don't get off. Yeah. Have the death, you'd say it easy. He's on a lightning, lightning, lightning bolt. He's on a lightning bolt. <laughs> While the rest are out back and laughing and a joke, and you're out front cooking and a smoking. <laughs> Can you imagine how excited Dusty would be? Oh now? my God, he's excited now. He's he's drinking a Crown Royal right now. <laughs> Marco or, or a Coors Light for sure. <clears throat> Marco on Twitter says, "This is something I've wondered about many wrestlers. How does it feel to have mended fences with such people as Brett and Foley?" Almost all of us have tried to do that with someone, but in your position, many people intentionally know of any tension and bad feelings. I can see how that would be exhausting, but also admire how someone with your reputation in the industry doesn't feel like he's above bearing the hatchet with your peers. Uh, let's talk about mended fences. You have had some disagreements over the years and then everybody sort of comes together in the end. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that? I think it just goes it goes with any profession. I mean, we just get more attention because we're wrestlers, but I'm sure there are <clears throat> lawyers, doctors, <clears throat> people in business that don't get along. Right. We're very jealousy. Um, like I say, everybody's got their own opinion. And our business, if you don't toot your own horn, sometimes it doesn't get tooted. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great call. No, that's basically it. But it's, um, you know, Mick and I, I, I didn't book Mick Foley and Invader and that 
deal on their ground. It didn't work. That was Ole Anderson. So somehow he thought that I booked that. I had nothing to do with it. That's what started, and he wrote something in his book, and <clears throat> and I wrote something in mine. And then, but you know, that's all going with Brett. I mean, Brett and I are like, I talk to Brett once every two weeks now. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I, I told you last week. It, it's time is life is too short. It is. And, and 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 for me in particular, because my daughter is active in the business, and if you don't think that's not heat, you're out of your mind. <clears throat> To see my daughter climb to the position she has in this business and be better than me all day long, actually the best performer in the company, if you don't think that's heat, it is. All my friends hate me for that. Right. <laughs> because they don't have it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Who, who's got the bragging rights? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm 73, and who's bragging? And, right. I'm, and, and I'm pretty damn accurate about what I'm saying. It's it heat. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, Everybody's got a kid in the business that wants them to be something good. How many? How many? How many people does that happen to? No, you're right. It it just doesn't. Not everybody's going to be as lucky as I am. But it's heat. Well, you were lucky once upon a time, and Matt Cardona has a question about that. That's right. The former Zach Ryder chimed in with a question this week, and he wants to know, is the saying true? No hair, no flair? I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Matt, I love you. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. I, I, Matt, I love you, but I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Never heard of that. Yeah, I, I, I never have. Zach wants to know: Does Rick have any we, stories to share we, about Franco's in Richmond and wrestling in Richmond and uh, Norfolk, Virginia, back in the day? Oh my God! Franco has shared some great stories of selling suits to Rick and other wrestlers in the seventies and eighties. <clears throat> he sure did. I spent a fortune there. Franco's, yeah, between Franco's and Michaels of Kansas City and uh, Lynn at uh, Taylor Richards and Charlotte. And now Tom, playmate, I mean, wow. I have spent some money on threads. Yes, you have. Yes, and you I, have. And, I, and I've tried to scale that down a little bit, but still it's just the urge to have something new and something good to wear, especially on the business, because that's kind of like, like I watched Cody walk out last night and totally opposite from his dad, because Cody likes that, he liked that gimmick of mine, which... His dad was very open about telling me. He just looked like a looked like a businessman. Yes. Coat and tie. I, I I like that. I mean, I understand not everybody's gonna like that look. But I mean, <clears throat> I've seen Roman dressed up, man. He's a handsome son of a bitch. Yeah. Period. Period. But when Roman dresses up, man, he really looks like a uh, uh, just a guy who can <clears throat> could be the president of a bank, could be a, a model. I mean, Roman's that good looking. You know what I mean? But I, I also understand that that's not just gimmick. So, but being handsome is. But seeing Cody <laughs> last night in that coat and tie, yeah. Hey, Roman's got no problem with the way he looks, man. He is a handsome dude, no doubt. Yeah, and he's been a great, <clears throat> a great representative as as being a face for the company. Which I'm sure, if uh, Cody gets the ball, he will be too. They can have more than one face. Oh yeah. You gotta have a raw guy. You gotta have a SmackDown guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Man. I am so excited about the Royal rumble this past weekend. 
I love seeing Cody finally get his shot at the world title. It's been a long time coming. And how about Sami Zayn? Man, they have done that story right. They have taken their time. But I, too, said, oh, it's about time. And maybe you're thinking it's about time you get out of debt. Well, SaveWithConrad.com can help. You know, we've been talking about how I help people get out of apartments and into houses with little to no money down for a long time now. And, of course, we've beat the drum for a long time about how we can show you how to keep more of your own money. But I'm sure part of you are thinking, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll just try my bank. I don't know if I can. I mean, am I really going to do my mortgage with the podcast guy? I get it. Go check out my reviews. Just see for yourself. It would mean a lot for me. If you would just go to conradreviews.com, uh, here's a, a five-star review we just received from uh, David. He says, Dan was very knowledgeable and always found ways to get things done when I was being complicated, very professional, but at the same time, personal to assure me of the process. Lord knows with my job and unexpected circumstances popping up, she always found a solution to put my mind at ease. That's what David told us as he left us a five-star review last week over in Felton, Pennsylvania. Here's a five-star review from someone who didn't even get a loan. Now pay close attention to this one left last week for Steve Patty. I contacted via social media for information. Quickly, I received a response on how to go about my inquiry. Afterwards, I received a phone call from a representative. Promptly within an hour, I got a phone call from Stephen. Stephen was extremely polite as we conversed about my particular situation. Stephen took some time to explain to me in detail my credit situation, as well as what is needed to raise it and other matters. I guess one could call it some counseling advice. What Steven said was exceptional and accurate pertaining to my credit situation. I will use the information Steven presented to me to own my own home within two years, if possible. Tremendous help Steven was. So there you go. From someone who didn't even use our services, we were not able to extend them a mortgage, but we said, hey, not yet, but here's how. You see, we don't believe in no. We want everyone to become homeowners. And I want to be clear, this is not a subprime lending company. Y'all, I don't know how that narrative gets started, but all we do down here at First Family Mortgage is Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, and VA. In 2023, there are no magic bullets in the mortgage business. It's simply a matter of how do you treat people? And a lot of these banks and credit unions, they won't even talk to you unless you have a 700 credit score. We just don't think that's the way you handle people. Our reviews reflect that. Our A-plus rating with the BBB reflects that. We want to be your mortgage advisor for life, and we can't help you until we talk to you. And by the way, it's free. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Why not have a conversation with us? See where you are right now. Tell us about your short-term and your long-term goals and see if we can help you save some money. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners get rid of their credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip their next two payments. And you can do it too right now. If you haven't already, you won't have to make your February or your March payment. You're done until April 1st. And come April 1st, you're going to have a cheaper monthly payment. At SaveWithConrad.com, NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, SaveWithConrad.com. Get a quick quote. You'd be glad you did. Or hey, shoot me an email. Conrad at savewithconrad.com or give me a call toll free 888-425-0105 savewithconrad.com. Michael wants to know when Oli was kicked out of the horseman in storyline in 87, in your opinion, should there have been a big Oli and Arn feud? I think this would have been great, but would love to hear the man's thoughts. Thank you. I don't think Oli wanted to wrestle anymore. Mm. 
I think that was talked about, but it was, it would have been great, but I, I don't, I think Ole was just tired at that time. His mm-hmm. son was wrestling in high school and he wanted to be able, you know, we all go through that where you want to be with your kids more often. And um, if you're in a position financially where you can walk away from him, which he was, he always saved his money, invested well. Um, I just think he was tired of the business. Uh, Mayor of Canton wants to know, who would you rather have be the first to get to 17 world championships? John Cena, Randy Orton, Charlotte, or maybe nobody surpasses six. Charlotte without even, without even thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> I think would make a statement heard around the world. She would overnight be as big as Serena Williams. Wow. It, absolutely. I mean, it should be recognized in that light. Hmm. I mean, I just think if they did that because it's, you know, they're, they're, they're finally getting to the point where the women athletes are getting recognition. Um, well, women are getting more recognition, period, in in, uh, in business, in the business world, uh, which is only fair. You, know, you and I never, <clears throat> we never discuss stuff like that because we don't get into politics, but. Right. If if Charlotte were to to uh, break our record, I mean, why not? Boy, I tell you, I can tell you right now. I said it last week. We're not talking about a two point five. We're talking about a three point five. If me and Cena walk out and ring, and today she breaks the record, <clears throat> and it's very conceivable she could. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you know, a lot of people would be sitting on the sidelines taking a look and saying, hey, she can make Rhea here at WrestleMania. So if she drops the title, well, we're one closer now. Mm-hmm. Um, Kent S on Twitter wants to know what's Rick's measurement of a successful wrestling career? Money <clears throat> made, tickets sold, titles won, fans' appreciation, a combination of multiple factors. Does he think other wrestlers would agree with him? So yeah, how do you measure a successful wrestling career, Rick? Money made, accomplishment, and money drawn. Yeah. Real simple. It's what you did for the business, how much money you drew. Um, for me personally, I think it, it would be the, the one category is left out there is how many people have you made. Mm-hmm. And, and made better for working with you, which is something people don't talk about. But I think that's a, uh, a conditional remark. To, I mean, as a, that, that should be factored in. Um, but definitely tickets sold, you know, what, what they did for the company in that particular time frame that they represented it. I mean, yeah, there's like three or four common honors, but Definitely your accomplishments, what, how much money you drew. And then I, I also think that, and I just touched on it for a second, I think it's what you did <clears throat> to help other people uh, get to, uh, to, be, to, be, to get better and, and be in a better place in the business. Well said. Uh, no Context Flair wants to know, can Rick explain just how good Barry Windham was to the untrained eye and what stopped him from becoming a top, top guy? Was it bouncing around from territory to territory? And if so, why did he never stick around in one place for more than 18 months? Oh, I don't think anything. I mean, Barry just, Barry was a six foot five, 
255-pound Ricky Steamboat. You know, you know, if Barry, I, I, I don't think people understand. Barry had a bad, real bad knee injury. Oh, and that knee injury is what started to put weight back on him, and that's when his work style changed. I can't remember what year that was. But he had a pretty, a pretty bad knee injury, and um, Barry had that gift. I mean, he didn't have to work out or anything. He just was that genetically gifted. But I mean, you know, his his dad was a was. A, a good hand, but Barry was just Barry was special, man. Size, I mean, you can watch some matches with Barry and I, and I, and we didn't, we, we didn't, we just got in the ring, and, and we trust me, we did them everywhere, from West Palm Beach to all through the Carolinas and Florida. Those are long hours, but with Barry, it was like just you know da 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 da, just dancing away mm-hmm. till it was time to go home, and then. We you could drink the most on the way home. <laughs> I got up at five hours ago and very slept till noon. <laughs> now he was great. I can't and I just uh, I'm gl- so happy to see Bray. I just saw Barry's uh, sister the other day, Mike's wife, and Mike was there at um, at the thirtieth anniversary. Mike Rotundo, yeah, Barry's, Barry's brother-in-law. So. Um, He's re- he's he's recovering. Um, he is here in Tampa, but he just meant to go see him because someone had told me he was in Gainesville. He's here in Tampa. He's out. He's out. He's out. What they call the compound. Hmm. So that would be the, the uh, Bray Wyatt, um, Mike Rotundo compound. <laughs> okay, how about that? Bo Bo uh, Bo's got a bunch of property out there. Bo's with uh, Liv Morgan now. I think they are. Are they married? I don't think so. I think you're breaking yeah. news here today. No, I said, are they? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, and uh, I saw JoJo, Bray's, Bray's wife. Um, yeah, they're a very happy family. It's great. I'm, glad, I'm so glad Bray Wyatt's back. I'm a big fan of his. Let's, uh, let's do one more, and then we'll put a button on today's show. This is a fun one. This is Senior Bravo. He wants to know, I always wondered if Nate had received offers to do a TV series or movies in recent times. I remember Baywatch and Body Slam back in the day, but if not, what series or movies would he like to be in? I had a chance to do a movie like a James Bond type movie with Orion Pictures back in the 80s, but the Crocker wouldn't let me do it. What? Yeah. Well, number one, I was probably making like, 250 then and uh i was the world champion and to give that up to go to hollywood because i mean they weren't giving out million dollar guarantees back then right that would have been fun it, it, it was kind of it kind of like um there's a movie made after it now um not, not with a wrestler but it's kind of like my com- it, the the theme would be like my comic book okay undercover agent you know gotcha yeah well, that would have been fun, but what is fun each and every day is Woo Wings. The Nature Woo! Boy's very own virtual restaurant brand is now operating in more than 30 locations across 11 different states and many more on the way. And right now, you can pull up Uber Eats or the Postmates app, and you can order Woo Wings in Nashville, in San Antonio. Down in Florida, we can hook you up in Miami, Jacksonville, or Clearwater. We're all over L.A. and New York. North Carolina has three locations in Charlotte, Raleigh, Concord. We're also in Georgia in both Atlanta and Richmond Hill. 
Roll Tide, Alabama's got the hookup for you in Tuscaloosa or in Huntsville. Also in Tulsa, the home of Monday Night Raw this past week in Providence as well. You see, Woo Wings is a virtual brand, so it is delivery only, and the food is made by restaurant partners with an existing location who are looking to add more to their bottom line. For a complete list of current locations or to find out more about becoming one of Ric Flair's restaurant partners, visit RicFlairWings.com. If you're in a Woo Wing City, order today on the Uber Eats or Postmates app and try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion, Woo Wings. Rick, it's always fun catching up with you every day. Thank man. you, man. I hope you feel better. Hey, man, I, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm going to leave the house today for the first time in Listen, five Listen, when you get those woo chews down, Mega, just come up here for the day. You give her two, and she won't wake up for a day and a half anyway. It'll be excellent. And when I, when <laughs> I wake up, when she wakes up, we'll both be in trouble. Yeah, I don't remember, remember Ric Flair Drip. Woo! <laughs> RicFlairDrip.com. Who could forget? And RicFlairShop.com. Ric Flair Drip, of course, is expanding, getting new states all the time. I just saw you doing another opening uh, for Mike Tyson last week. How fun yeah, was that? They were great. And man, he stole it. Well, my line drops here on the, on Valentine's day in Florida. Mike's, well, Mike's dropped on uh, last Friday. It was great. What a turnout too. Uh, also, there, there's some people like marijuana in the state of Florida. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. And, uh, everybody loves what you're doing over at rickflareshop.com. It's the ultimate hookup for all of your Ric Flair swag. They got something for everybody. And I mean, everybody, they got those, those giant tumblers that we like to drink out of some really cool t-shirts. They even got baby bibs and coloring books and pillows and coffee mugs. It's rickflareshop.com. And we'll be back next week, taking your questions, bouncing around, talking about some different topics. And maybe one day soon how about the cowboy, Bill Watts joining us here on the program, right here. I, I hope, I'm going to reach out to Bill right now. I hope he's okay. But, um, yeah, man, what a history. I mean, he can, you know, I'm the, I'm the only NWA champion he ever used. And he paid me. Everybody said, oh, don't go there. He's Bill Scree. I did an hour every night. I got to wrestle Terry Taylor, Butch Reed. Um, I wrestled um, Terry Taylor, Butch Reed, Kerry Von Erich. Um, I mean, just great towns, great times. I actually, Back then, I even traveled a couple of days with the uh, Rick Steiner and, and, and Steve Williams. That that's, that's the time frame when they were all there. So it was a great time there. The free birds were there. It was a lot of fun. Bobby Sox and holiday in little rock, Arkansas, Conrad. Wow. Was the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, the place to be is here on YouTube every week. If you haven't seen our show, oh, I, I, I can't leave out Dick Murdoch and Ted DiBiase, two of the all-time greats. Classic no matches with those guys, yeah. Keep up with us on Twitter. Follow us there. Ask us some questions at to be the man pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to check us out on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash Ric Flair. If you haven't hit the like button and the subscribe button, what are you waiting for? It's youtube.com forward slash Ric Flair. And we'll see you next week right here hey, on hey, the yeah. man. So do you remember the angle where Murdoch interfered with wrestling Teddy? Yes. And we, and we put him in the hospital? Yes. So I went to a club that night over in, uh, I forget what they call it, right across the river. And I called DBS in the hospital with two chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're feeling okay. Oh my me, God. Me, I'm having a hell of a night. <laughs> <laughs> Going two out of three falls across the bridge. Woo! Right?
yeah.